Thank you for calling Ebonyology. Peace, love, and light to you. Welcome to the latest episode of Ebonyology. Yes, y'all been rocking with me. If you can't tell, I have changed my days from uploading on, instead of coming out every Friday, we coming out every Wednesday with something, every Wednesday with something new, mainly because y'all, by the time Friday then got here, I didn't forgot what didn't happen during the week. I be so daggone busy. Okay, I didn't forgot what current events done happen. And y'all know I like to come and talk about a little bit of everything with what little bit of time that they give me. Okay, so I just appreciate y'all rocking with me. Today, we're going to be talking about an article that came across my Google feed. And it's in regards to spiritual talk. Um, TikTok, you know, is a really, really big, huge platform. And likewise, with everything, all these trendy dances. Um, for me, TikTok was big when we were having the Black Lives Matter movement. TikTok is really where you want to go if you want to be a true influencer, a true on your, you know, on your up and up. It's encouraged artists like Lil Uzi Vert, Koi LeRae, hell, even Drake to change their sound to fit that, you know, just all those kinds of things. Likewise, if you want to become a sound, baby, go to TikTok. But this article was talking about Generation Z spiritual awakening on TikTok. And I agree with what this article is saying. You got to remember that TikTok became really big during the pandemic. And during the pandemic, people were starting to question everything, everything, okay? And to be quite honest, I feel like these babies these days, they don't find their connection with a higher power in a church or a pew. Low-key, they get it off TikTok. If they don't get it off TikTok, they're getting it off YouTube, which is the reason why some churches are now switching their platforms to live streaming and everything else. Nothing is sacred anymore. Nothing is sacred. A lot of people feel like, you know, TikTok has affected their spirituality by giving them more knowledge about interpreting all kinds of things, crystals, birth charts, um... Oh my goodness, there's so much. There's so much talking about the 3D, talking about the 4D, talking about the 5D, talking about manifestation and manifesting. Um Tesla's version of, you know, manifest of manifesting. But now they have this thing because you know our world is ever changing and it's called new age spirituality for people like me it is simply the occult the metaphysicals it is the taboo things hence the reason in the beginning of the episode i was playing the song do you believe in magic some people call it magic some people call it hoodoo some people call it voodoo some people call it juju some people call it root work conjuring things of that nature, but 
it has made its way to TikTok. <sighs> Y'all. Y'all, maybe I'm just old school and I just think, you know, believe something should be protected and sacred. You know, first off, let me say no shade to the content creators that share in this knowledge because some of these people don't have people like us in their city, in their state that can provide them with the tools and knowledge. And, you know, thank goodness that there is a place that they could come and actually show how, what when and where of these types of things. Do I believe in magic? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Quite often you've heard me say I'm a very spiritual being. Quite often you've heard me say I believe in signs, synchronicities, miracles, wonders. My family is Louisiana 9-4 Creoles, baby. You know I believe in that juju and what it could do. But again, I'm old school. I am just shocked at the surgeons of interest, videos, information on this platform that's just widely accessible not to you know not to just you know baby workers and you know god children alike alone but just to this world these let me just be straight up front and honest back in my day these were these were taboo number one these were fetishized in movies and things of that name in you know in movies and things of that nature likewise it was looked down upon it didn't matter what community you was from whether you was black white who like there are there were some of us who kept the tradition going of African spirituality, but there were a lot who went the Christian route and decided that hoodoo, voodoo, lukumi, you know, everything was evil. Santeria, you know, evil. When it actually wasn't. When it actually wasn't, I am so proud of Generation Z for, you know, for taking a stand and always asking the right questions and doing their research, you know, and just going above and beyond and just having over information. However, babies, y'all got to be careful on there. Some of the things that they are telling you are not the right things. Some of the things that they are doing are not the right things. Everyone is different. Every practice is different. A lot of practices are closed, meaning if you are not fathered, mothered into it, if you are not initiated into it, if you have not took the proper steps, rituals, had the proper readings, and I'm not talking tarot readings. If you know, you know. If no one has ever Ori. if you don't know who your Orisha is, 
but just because your favorite color is yellow and you seen Beyonce in yellow or your favorite color blue and you seen this person in blue, this is what you do. This is who you are. You have to be careful. You have to be careful following these trends, following these people. You really do because you, at the end of the day, you have to remember one thing. One thing and one thing only. This is a machine. That platform, TikTok, although it may be very entertaining, that thing is a machine. And it is all about accumulating one thing, numbers. So the videos that is being posted, those songs that are being posted, generate the wealth of that company. So with that being said, a lot of bullshit is put out i'm not just talking about the spiritual con you know spiritual talk or or hoodoo talk or witch talk i'm not talking about just that community itself i'm talking about as on the platform as a whole as a whole and you have to be able to decipher all of those things my advice to you generation zers that are seeking a higher power that are seeking a form of religion that suits your beliefs, your ethical and moral statutes. Do your research. Do your research, babies. Please do your research before you just be like, yes, I'm about to grab me a pack of tarot cards. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You are not about to play blackjack. You are not about to play Uno. And I declare war on somebody. That's what you're not going to do. You, But you might want to back up and read it. Likewise, you need to understand what you are getting yourself to into. Likewise, I said, if you're not fathered into it, mothered into it, initiated into it, and you just going off, oh, I made me some, oh, I seen a whole bunch of TikTok videos. <laughs> I'm a conjure woman. It ain't that easy, baby. You're going to get yourself in a whole lot of trouble messing with things you don't know, talking to spirits you don't want to see, and probably getting the outcomes that you didn't want. For instance, you could ask for someone to be in love with you and make them be in love with you and, and bind this person's heart and soul to you. Hell, even their wang to you. But what you didn't opt for was that they was going to be crazy, deranged. When you was done effing around with them and you didn't want to be with them no more, these fools is at your door, at your job, trying to kidnap you, tie you up, and put you in the back of a car like you are mine, my precious. That is the type of things that you will be getting yourself involved in. I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's actually dope. I think it's a, a great marketing tool for online botanicas and things of that nature. But, re <laughs> but really think about what you're doing. Really think about the consequences. For instance, people these days are so emotional. They be in their feelings so much 
they be so petty so much. Do you want to be responsible for ending the entire world? I say the entire world because it'll be everyone within your existence, everyone that you ran into on a daily basis that you'd be like, I saw this on TikTok. I'm going to hex their ass. Not knowing the consequence, the consequences and repercussions that come with hexing somebody. Um, can you do it? Absolutely. But what you are not prepared for is the things that may happen to you on the flip side. There's so many things that I could talk about on this, but you know, this ran across my feed and I was just like, this is something I believe in. This is something I know about. I come from a long line of practitioners, bokars, conjure women, yamis, yumis, umis. So this is in my blood. This is something that is not new to me. Do I believe in magic? I wholeheartedly 100% do. My great-grandmother, we called her Big Mama. She's from the Ninth Ward. Moved all the way to California. But nobody knows how. <laughs> With what money? Houseway. Oh, it gets better. Big Mama lived in this house. This particular house had was so large it had two other houses on this property. So her children and their families were allowed to live there. My mother was her favorite grandchild. So quite naturally, we were underneath Big Mama all the time, always at her house, always eating her food, always, you know, just helping. I'm a child, so I don't know any better. I just think that's my great grandma. My mother knows. My mother well, a hundred wholeheartedly knows what's going down. People used to, I remember playing outside in, on my grandmother's porch because this is an old school house. So she has stairs that had a porch and you could slide down the, you could slide down the sides of the porch and had a white fence and people would not touch my fence touch my grandmother's fence, go past that fence. Or if they did, the first thing they would say is, be careful crossing that gate. You know that's the witch on the block. Now in my head, because I, you know, I was pure as a child, okay, honey? I was the happiest, go luckiest thing ever. And I would always be like, them people so mean. Why would they call my great grandmother a witch? She is not a witch. In my head, I thought they was like, calling her a bitch, but because I was a child, they were being, you know, <clears throat> turned down with it. So they weren't going to say the B word, but no, legit. They would call my grand, my great grandmother, the witch of the block. They would say, don't let her point her finger at you. It would be her right hand. Don't let her point her right index finger at you. My great grandmother would say things and they would happen. I'm not talking about no manifestation, like I am going to 
win the lottery and then you know they win the lottery more so things along that of the nature that people that came to cross her people that came and mess with her people that done pissed her off my grandmother my great-grandmother would point her finger at them and whatever whatever word she uttered out her mouth honey so mote it be there was one incident where my great aunt was antagonizing my great grandmother. She was, I'm assuming what they call back in the day, she was sassy and she was fast, honey. She had a mouth on her, her neck rolling, everything else like that, honey. She was something else, chocolate, dark chocolate thing. She was giving Big Mama a what for, disrespecting her in her house. Big Mama looked at, at her over her glasses because she always wore some big-ass glasses. She looked at this girl or looked at my great-aunt and told her, you going to break your leg. You not going to be able to walk no more. You about to break your leg. People say, my great aunt cussed her out, cursed her one more time. I wasn't there. I can only assume it was like, bitch, you dumb as fuck. Or, you know, some along those lines, like, ain't shit gonna happen to me, the fuck? I, I can only assume that, right? She went outside, y'all. She went to step down them steps. And she broke her ankle in three places and shattered her knee she went from switching to limping and walking real slow on the cane i believe in magic i took care i helped my mother take care of my great-grandmother up until the day she passed there were so many things that now that I am an adult and I realize what it was, <laughs> don't come for the anointed ones. Don't come for the anointed ones. There are so many things that I know now that I wish I would have known before because so many things contradict themselves. For instance, People think that hoodoo and voodoo are the same thing. They are not. People think that practitioners, healers, herbalists, white lights are all evil or practice evil things when in fact they do not. The particular practice of hoodoo utilizes the Bible particularly the book of Psalms in workings, good or bad, believes in all of the angels, archangels, things of that nature. It is almost the equivalent to Roman Catholicism. Like, <laughs> 
the biggest misconception. But anyway, I'm getting off subject. I remember when my great-grandmother, Big Mama, was diagnosed with cancer. She said, baby, don't be a witch in your younger days. And I could never understand it. She just said, baby, don't be a witch in your younger days. My mama said it has something to do with needles and her hating needles and the way needles felt to her. I guess it was a reminder of all the pins she used. Yikes. Big Mama ended up passing in 1989. And when Big Mama passed away, my mother and I, or, you know, my mother got to live in her house. It's a big ass house. Big old old school type of house with all the rooms connecting and everything else like that. Crazy, right? We cleaning out Big Mama's room, y'all. We are finding all kinds of stuff. Chicken bones, juju bags, or like stuff that I'd be like, bro, I don't think we should be touching this. As a child, I knew, I don't think we should touch that. But the craziest part, the craziest part, my great-grandmother had a Bible in her house. It was a big old, old school ass type Bible that had all the pictures and everything else like that. And I would be sitting there reading that Bible and I would feel a presence. I would feel a presence. For the longest time, I would shake it off. I would shake it off and just be like, eh, I don't know what that is. This shit's just getting weird. Maybe it's the Holy Spirit coming on me. Let me close this book because the... I don't want no smoke with the Holy Spirit. So it's the 80s. Y'all know freaking Poltergeist came out. Do y'all remember that scene in Poltergeist where they had a seance? So picture my young dumb ass. What was I, nine, 10 years old? My cousins was was staying there too at the house with us. I was like, y'all, I think because Big Mama died in her house, so did Big Mama's husband. They both died in the house. I said, y'all, I think it's a ghost in this house. I, I'm going to try and summon the spirits in this house. Can we back that ass up and pause for the cause that I have been a spiritual being since a baby? I have been a light since a baby, having experiences since a baby and still sensitive to these types of energies and frequencies and interactions to this day. I had me and my cousins sit in a circle in a bed, crisscross applesauce style, holding hands in my great-grandfather's room. My great-grandfather was a full-blooded Indian, honey. Full. And his room was full of his, all of his artifacts, okay? So much history. Now that I think about it, it's like, oh my gosh, we lost so much family history. But anyway, we're sitting in his room where he passed away and we are trying to summon whatever ghost is there. I was in there on some home, we are trying to, I was fucking, I was fucking around. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a little kid. 
So I was fucking around and then the door started moving. Y'all, the door started moving back and forth. And so I started singing amen, you know, amen, amen. The door started to swing and move as we were singing. And when we would stop, the door would slam close and we would scream our asses off and take off running. And just to be sure we wasn't tripping, we did it a couple of more times. And every single time the door would slam close and we would scream. You see, I believe in magic because people always talk about that. They were so broke as a kid, <sighs> friends, family, loved ones. We was so broke. My mama was so broke. <laughs> We were so broke as kids that we didn't even have toys to play with. We played with spirits. We played with the souls of our great grandparents. We played with our ancestors that passed away and lived in that house. That was our entertainment. So do I believe in magic wholeheartedly? A hundred percent, I do. And so should you, because it's tomato, tomato. Some people call it magic. Other people call it manifestations, blessings, things of that nature. But anywho, this has been a wonderful episode of, of Ebonyology. Let me know if you guys want more spiritual, African spirituality, hoodoo, voodoo, juju, you know, episodes. Have an amazing day. As it is above, so it is below. As a man thinketh, it is so. Ashe, ashe, asheo. Peace, y'all. Thank you for calling Ebonyology.